Hey, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. That Taxi Podcast can be found on all kinds of platforms. Platforms. But we want to invite you to become a patron on Podbean. Podbean. As a patron, you'll find some exclusive content just for you. Just for you. Hurry before time runs out. Time will not run out. In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast... Yes. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I don't think I know any of Mr. Rogers. Oh, wait. Uh, you know the classic one. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Barney. Okay. I love you. you. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's, no. that's, that's Barney. I've got a little sweater that I put on. Yeah, what's the song he sings? I don't know. Uh, I had a passenger, a person who is pretty prominent in the community, okay. and they were absolutely shit-faced drunk. Which is fine. Which if is you, totally Even if fine you're a prominent person, you can get shit-faced drunk. Absolutely. A bother was the fact that while they were shit-faced drunk, they were acting in a way that would mess up their career opportunities, was vacation duties. <laughs> Much younger uh, person. Because then you could come up in the world. Oh, dude, I could. I would use that in a heartbeat. I've had a, that kind of passenger. Actually, I think it was a Dave. Uh, David, Taxi David, recommended this person. Oh, I you were going to say it was me. It's like, I don't <laughs> think I ever did that. And she reaches underneath the seat and starts pulling wires out. Oh, my God. Yeah. But thanks, Dave, for that ride. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I can't go? <laughs> <laughs> we had a pee break, and David didn't make it all the way no, to the toilet. No, Thomas thinks it's funny to splash water on Taxi David's hands. While I'm washing my hands, let's, let's make that clear. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride-along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years, and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Up we go. How you doing? How you doing? I've been hitting. I've been sitting here listening to our uh, Uber friend, Uber friend, Uber Alex Uber. Yeah, singing a Mister Rogers song. Mister Rogers. Yeah. I you don't, don't get to hear it until I edit. I don't think I know any of Mister Rogers. Oh wait. Uh, you know the classic one. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Barney. Okay. I love you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's no. that's Barney. I've got a little sweater that I put on. Yeah. What's the song he sings? I don't know. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the. It's a. Won't you be mine? Stop touching me. Won't you be my neighbor? 
So welcome to another episode of That Taxi Podcast. We are getting in on a year, getting close. We're not quite there yet. This is 51 weeks, right? By the time this yeah. actually comes out, it probably will be a year. It will be a year. It'll be next week. Yeah, yeah. it'll be the 28th so, yeah. when this comes out. Um, we have with us, to celebrate, I guess, then, would be <laughs> Alex. She's an Uber driver in town. This is her third visit. This would be my third episode with you guys. Yes. yes. Third, third time's a charm. Yep. <laughs> or three strikes, you're out. I'm yeah. And I'll never be on here again because yep. three strikes. And it is belated birthday for Thomas. His I birthday wonder. was yesterday. I don't count those anymore. Okay, good. So it is it is Thomas's birthday. You're also. still very happy. I am still born. 47 years old. Yeah. 47 and I have been with yeah, bonus years. For 12 years. Yeah. 12 <laughs> bonus years. You know what, though? Nothing special on my end, though. So far, my theory that I'm immortal. Has been proven true. So far. It's a thing to celebrate. Where's your gun? Well, then, <laughs> then you prove me wrong, but I won't know that. Well, as <laughs> no, far as I know, I'm That sounds like immortal. your whole life. <laughs> that sounds like everything about I'm me. immortal until proven otherwise. No, you, you just, can nothing never is prove anything. You can never prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I won't know. I'll be yeah. dead. Did anything interesting happen to you this week, um, Alex? Uh, so far this week, uh, not yet. Oh. Um, is it hat day here? That's the third really cool hat I've seen a woman wearing. That wasn't a woman over there. I don't uh, care. They might identify she was dressed as a woman, so that makes her a woman to me. Looks Look like at a you woman. being all accepting shit. Well, when, Either way. when David wears his lingerie, I consider him a woman. <laughs> Which lingerie? Are we talking about little Teddy, or are we just talking about like a banana? The banana? He doesn't have a banana hammock. No. He so has a, a teddy. Gotcha. plantain hammock. <laughs> Gherkin. <laughs> Gherkin. So, uh, hey, Thomas, anything uh, interesting happen this week? No. <laughs> you love it when I do that. I believe you. Okay. <laughs> I actually had a weird phone call uh, Saturday night during Bar Rush. I get this call from a young lady. She called up and asked me, uh, where's Darlene? I'm like, um, I don't know. First of all, I don't know who you are. And I that was the first thing she said. Right. <laughs> first thing she said when I answered, I said, hello, Cab, can I help you? She goes, where's Darlene? First, I thought, we don't have a driver named Darlene. But before I could answer, she goes, yeah, I was just outside the club with her right here, and now she's gone. Where'd Darlene go? I'm like, how would I know? You know, please, who are you, for one thing? And she goes, this is so-and-so. And I go, why did you call me? You're the first number on my phone. Well, okay, but I'm a cab company. Oh, well, then I need a cab. So she had called your company just like wanting a cab recently. and yeah. probably couldn't answer her, but she thought I was her boyfriend or Darlene's husband or something. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I said, okay, well, where are you? She gives me where she's at. I said, okay, I can be there in a few minutes. Where are you going? And she goes, my house. <laughs> okay. And I said, Oh, your house? Okay, I know where that is. Yeah. Oh, she, I don't say that. Well, I said that just for a joke, because yeah. I was messing with her, right? Mm -hmm. With the whole Darlene thing, I figured I had the right. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, "Oh, you know where my house is?" I said, "No, you're gonna have you're gonna have to help me with that one." So she told me where she was. So wait, she switched from "Where's Darlene?" to "Oh yeah, I need a cab." Right. <laughs> okay. It's like she was multitasking. She just well, I think her brain was just going right turn. I do get that a lot. It's like, oh, I'm going home. And I, I usually say, my home or your home? Right. But then they like, might say, your home's No, no, fine. no. They go, 
my home. Like I'm an idiot. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. And then it turns into, let's just pretend I don't know where you live. Where do you live? Do they realize when you say that, that you don't know where they live? Usually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's people I know, which is always fun because they'll have somebody they, that doesn't know me or the situation and they'll get in the cab with somebody and they'll say, all right, I'm just going home. And, you, and I'll say, okay. And off we go. And then the person sitting there goes, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a porta potty girl. Okay. <laughs> That's right. how I set that up. No, I was actually on my way home. I was she excited said, Come to pick me up at the porta potty. No, and no. You knew right where to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was on my way home. And uh, it takes me, it's about 16 miles to my house. And I was on one of the main roads that go from, you know, this town to the next town. And, and uh, in the dark, I see that in a small town. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I see this little tiny light, like a cell phone light, you know, blinking. And I couldn't tell if it was a male or a female when I went past it. But I thought, eh, not my problem. Right. And it wasn't until probably just I was I had gone about a mile and I hit turnaround or there's a roundabout. And I thought before taking the next length, right. I decided I should go check because it's two thirty in the morning. Long stretch of deserted county highway. Yeah, they, they had at least eight, eight, nine miles to go, I'd say, before okay. they got into town. Eight miles. And I decided I should check. Because it's 2.30 in the morning, anything could be bad. You know, they could mm -hmm. be in a Can bad way. Rescue. Yeah, they maybe need to be rescuing. So I came back around, and uh, sure enough, it was a woman. And she's like, yeah, I'm having a hard time breathing. I need a ride. And, uh, yeah, I picked her up, and I took her to the Walmart area where she said she had clothes stashed somewhere. in the Oh, so she, so was, she was a homeless person. She was a homeless person from Oklahoma. And it was a good thing that I was there. Anything could happen. You don't know about the next person who might come. And, sure. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I only, f this is when I feel good about what I do because Sir Galahad. I only hope that someone would do that for me or for my children or, sure. you know, and it, that they would be safe. You know, so that was my thing. Anything for you, Alex? Yeah. Anything interesting? Uh, nothing this week in particular. Um, but I do like the idea of the, um, the whole doing the rescues thing. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why I, work the hours that I do is because especially being a female driver when I'm going to pick up somebody at like two three o'clock in the morning they have to be female as well it's one of those they feel a lot safer with me and know that they'll be okay as opposed to a strange man so I can confirm that from people who have ridden with me that yeah that are ridden with you and that have been in my cab or at least thanked me for putting you in contact mm -hmm. with them like oh thank god yeah it's one of the things that yeah it sucks that that's the case and that not everybody feels it does suck everybody, but at the same time it's nice to be able to provide that service for people in general yeah okay well let's get started for the day and here we go welcome to the dispatcher We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So let's see where the dispatcher sends us now. The dispatcher. 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 Oh, I get to spin? Yeah, you're going to be the spinner person. We one. land on one. One. 
David, don't put that finger at me. <laughs> <laughs> One is easy. It's nightmare passenger. Let me something at you. Somehow, okay, my daughter, she showed me this thing where you can actually flip like, somebody off with like three fingers like that. And then apparently it's like a triple fuck off. I like it. Sorry, I haven't been able to do this when I've been sober, but now that I'm stoned and drunk, we are good. I can figure it out. <laughs> I find that not interesting at all. <laughs> Alex, Alex, do you have a nightmare passage? Oh, boy. Do I ever. Tell um, us about it. I actually had, yep. So I was, uh, I had a passenger. It was a, a personal friend, as well as a person who is pretty prominent in the community. Okay. And they were absolutely shit-faced drunk. And which is fine. Which if you, is totally even if fine you're a if you're prominent you're... person, you can get shit faced drunk. Absolutely. That's yes. not the part that was a bother was the fact that while they were shit faced drunk, they were acting in a way that would mess up their career opportunities, their uh, reputation was it the mayor? <laughs> was it the mayor? <laughs> a much younger uh, person. Because then you could get you could have some you could come up in the world. Oh dude, I could. I would use that in a heartbeat. No, this person does Just not have that of sort of not that high. Not she that got high. a lot of money. But anyway, so um, it so, was uh, it was him supposedly. and him and a uh, a friend of his were trying to get him home, and then he decided he didn't want to go. And so after some physical altercation to get him into the car, including him knocking me to the ground. What? What do you mean? Like he hit you or bumped into you? He um, I was trying to move him, and he shoved me hard enough that we both fell. Oh, so you were already. Physically touching him. I was already physically okay. touching him. I was guiding him, and he threw his okay. body around. It was a right. lot of fun. Um, his friend managed to get him into the car. We got him to his place uh, with him trying to open the door while, while we're driving. driving. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like in the lock button, and he kept unlocking it. So I had to actually put my hand back to cover the lock on the the door. And so you don't we, have your child lock set. I really should. Yeah, yeah I, I really should. And I did yeah. look at it after because that night. But the ADHD made not, like, not only is it good to have those locks on when someone's trying to open up the door to get out, but if you're parked downtown and someone tries to get in your car without you knowing, good, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's a very good point with that. And I usually keep my uh, doors locked when I'm downtown yeah. Even yeah. until somebody like mm -hmm. comes up to my window and I, you know, double check my sure who they are. Yeah. But yeah, because I've had a few people, uh, I've had one person actually uh, in the more seedy area of town uh, climb into my car, throw a um, traffic cone at me, and then start screaming about me, about uh, some dude named Jeff, mm. before I was like, oh, dude, I have no idea what's going on, get out of my car. And so, hey, you learn you learn things like that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Buddy gets um, to, we get to where he's supposed to be, and I drive to, back to the bar to go talk to the bartender, make sure everybody's feeling copacetic and uh i get offered free gin and tonics on uh tuesday when they're bartending which is nice cool and i find out that the guy actually called another uber <laughs> to go he to... came back downtown he came back downtown <laughs> oh my god right after we dropped him off he's like oh i know i realize i, I messed up let me ask like you that. this is it an Uber driver's prerogative not to accept that ride if he realizes the guy is super, super drunk and most, wants to go back downtown. I think most, it comes down to a, a driver just feeling comfortable or not. Exactly. Most, yeah. it's one of those things in terms of whatever level of inebriation anybody is, it's up to the Uber driver to figure out. We've talked, you know, we've talked before about people who get in the car and want to go, uh, are drunk off their ass and they want to go down to their, where their vehicle is. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we've taken that to the point where I'm not taking you. We to won't your car. do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I actually had somebody who was uh, 
with somebody who was like that. I was taking them to their car and I was like, okay, so why are we going to your car? It's like, oh, I need to grab something out of it because my parents are coming to pick mm-hmm. me up. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to hang out here just to double check that that's actually the case. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've called the cops several times when I'm working at night. I've called them several times like, hey, there's an obvious drunk driver right here. So I've got no problem with doing that to a uh, an Uber customer for that. Just make sure everybody's safe. Yeah. I've had a, that kind of passenger. Actually, I think it was a Dave uh david taxi david recommended this person oh, you're gonna say it was me it's like i don't no. think they ever <laughs> i've never ridden with you okay. i've never driven you really yeah. so i'm the only one who's actually gotten stuck with that duty well yeah. you've driven me when i've duty. like delivered he, he, cars duty is the good word for it <laughs> <laughs> well i think he was just picking up and saw that she needed a ride so he called me and this this was back in the days i was i was with uh bellow cab yeah. so uh so i pick her up and she's in the front seat uh and we're driving to where she needs to go and she just starts going wild and screaming and yelling and she reaches underneath the seat and starts pulling wires out oh my god yeah and uh get her to her uh house and she falls out on the lawn <laughs> luckily some people were waiting for her so they came out and took care of the bill and everything but yes yeah, she wouldn't calm down for them she was just belligerent beyond belief dude she was to the point where if cops had been at the scene they probably would have arrested her because she was Jeez. out of control but thanks dave for that ride yeah. <laughs> he finds I, the quality folks was i was i driving that night or was i hanging out you were driving i was driving yeah i okay. think you were with uh might have just started with your ford tauruses okay wow yeah so that was a while ago at that. yeah about uh, you david um i had um i'm thinking about your situation like you had somebody that thankfully there were people there mm-hmm. you know um i had a same kind of situation as a guy that i drive regularly and he was at one of the clubs and he said there's this girl who needs a ride home and when i drove up i got the impression that they knew each other very well because of how they were talking and yeah. she was holding on to him and uh and so i put her in the cab in the back seat he did and he, she told me the address that i was going to and it was out on the reservation no big deal I didn't realize it was on this, like, if you go straight on this road. Yeah. It wasn't on the reservation, like, deeper into the reservation. Like, it was, right. It I, know, was just you, I know where you're talking about. And yeah. they, when I first moved Kind here, of a they, rough neighborhood. They called that area Bone Crusher. Why? Because there was a group of uh, young people who called themselves the Bone Crushers, and they would throw things out into the road to stop cars. Uh, and when the car stopped, they would run out and pull people out of the cars. Great to know. I'm glad I never knew about that. <laughs> but uh, it was that neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm like thinking. That's what your mom calls me. <laughs> Bone crusher? Oversized load. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, a big boat. What is that, though? Oh, yeah, skiff. A skiff mm-hmm. went by. Anyway, I drove out there to the address, and it's really hard to see the address. It's not like city neighborhood addresses where the houses have the numbers or the street has mm-hmm. a number on the curb or something like that, or even a pole with the numbers on it. It's just maybe a spray painted number on a plywood. Wood, yeah. yeah. And and you can't tell which drive I could not tell which driveway. There were like three different driveways right. with one in the middle of them all mm-hmm. number. And, and a lot of those uh driveways out there will have five or six addresses inside in that driveway. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was the case there. Like there was this was just the general spot for that address. Okay. 
So I took the uh, first drive and a whole pack of dogs come barking and you know, and, that, and you're going down this dirt little path. Weeds are taller than yeah, your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and, abandoned cars everywhere. Yeah, abandoned cars, overgrowth, junk, everything everywhere. And some guy comes out of the trailer. You, you have to understand that my stereotype context of the place I was had a big play at 2.30, you know, in the morning. Sure. Um, Anybody would be Where it was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It, it was dangerous. This Everybody guy could have come be, out with yeah. a gun. Uh, he did not. He came out and he had no expression to suggest harm or not. You know, I think that's... just wanted to see who was we, we, what's going family, on, you know. Yeah. Right away, I said her name. And I said, she wanted to go to this address. And he said, oh, yeah, next driveway over. <laughs> so, well, you didn't like that? I didn't like the accent. <laughs> how? How? Total. I didn't say that. You almost No, did. I would <laughs> never have you said that. You play it back and you listen to it. I said, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Many moons ago. Hey, could have been. Hey, hey, it could have been Canadian. One You're way, working one so hard. You're doing so good with not like <laughs> tripping over some of the like stereotypical racist shit. And then you no, just no, no. fucking dove head first. Hey, next hey. wigwam. <laughs> I never would have said anything like that. If I were to say somebody was from Minnesota, I'd say, yeah, she was from Minnesota. You could just Is Minnesota. that racist? No. No. I mean, if I'm playing up the accent. Minnesota's not a race. <laughs> you mean the accent? Yeah, that's not a race. Not okay, a race. so I made an accent, but you made which is very race. accurate for a for very race. specific It'd race. It'd be like saying it's incredibly like in, which would not have been off. But that no, off. every single fucking sorry, that's every tribe has a different accent. Every yeah. region has a different accent. Right. So anyway, the guy says to make you guys all feel comfortable. The guy says, "Oh yeah, she lives on the next driveway." You over. didn't say it like that. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay. That's where. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, I back out and I go to the next place. Now the whole place is the, there's this whole big gate and it's all tin and wood and it, you know it's like ramshackled together and it's mm -hmm. big posts and chains. Anybody walking by seeing you doing all this? <laughs> and gonna think you're spaz. <laughs> so I I managed to get her awake. I managed to get her awake and she says, yeah, this is where I met. And she gets out. She starts shaking the fence or the, the gate and, and trying to squeeze through and it won't open wide enough. Meanwhile, there's more dogs inside and the inside of the gate and lights come on in one of the mobile homes that are closest to the gate. And she starts trying to scale the gate and she's wearing a skin tight dress. So she had to pull up her dress nice. up to her over her hips. So yeah. that basically she's got her nice ass. So anyway, um, no, it was horrible. It was a horrible butt. Horrible butt. No such thing. <laughs> well, why'd you ask that? <laughs> so use your imagination. So she's scaling it, and I can't like, because I'm imagining her getting cut open on all these rusty uh, nails and the rusty tin and all this kind of stuff, and I can't pull her down because then my hands are on this waif of a girl, you know, who's half naked. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is so bad. I don't know what's going to happen. And a woman comes to, what's going on? And I said, her name is blah, blah, blah. I threw out the name. She says that she lives here or has a cousin who lives here or something or whatever. And she says, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on. And so they open the gate and everything. And I see her was going. And then I'm, uh, no, she got down. She okay. got on, uh, off of it. Yeah, it's like swing the gate open. I was going to say they open the gate and see you hold with your hands on her oh, butt. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, that leads to. Say, it's not what this looks like. <laughs> but that leads to, you know, a concern that we 
don't want to touch people. Yeah, it's probably a good practice that we don't. Just in general, yeah. But that was my that was my uh, nightmare nightmare passenger. But you got her home. Yes, and again, it comes down to thank goodness we're out here to do that. Yeah. And I can I can only think of some other drivers that are less than you know cordial people. That kind of happened to me out there too. I took a girl home, and but she was sober and she knew exactly where she was going. Yeah. But as I pull up to the driveway, three young men come out and they told me get the fuck out of here right now. Oh, jeez. It was like, no, they weren't threatening. They were just very, like, sincere. Like, I knew right then. I should probably get the fuck this out of there right This is in the same now. res neighborhood? Same neighborhood, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is a little disconcerting, you know, go out there. It's a little dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to be careful. Okay. All right. Well, that's the next one. Do you ask for the next one? Mm-hmm. This is, this is usually funny. Sorry, hang on. Wait, who's the sober one again? Would you it's like not, me to help? That. It's not it's that. Like he masturbates too much and his wrists are weak. <laughs> one. I'm just going to go with that one. one. We just had one. We, had we one. can do it again. Uh, well, let's do it a little. Let's tone it down a little bit. We, we're going to do two. Well, it's been a while since we've had two, so I guess so. I mean, it's nightmare passenger, yeah. but let's tone it down to bad dream passenger. Like, not really a nightmare, but okay. maybe a exhausting type of customer exhausting i actually have one for that um uh this is another uh dave recommended Uh, i went to go pick up a lovely person uh as dave was telling me about how wonderful they were and how to get them home i ended up um taking this person home and at first they obviously were incredibly intoxicated Mm -hmm. And so I handed them. Is this them the one from the the night I was out drinking? The night you were out drinking. Okay, it wasn't somebody I knew very well. No, right? you did not know them yes. at all. Yeah, she's very cute later. though. Been doing this long enough to know that if Dave's out drinking, don't answer calls for his <laughs> people who need rides. Just for him. Everybody in town knows Dave, and they'll say, "Hey, Dave, can you get me a ride home?" And sure, Dave will say, "Oh, I've been drinking, but here it gets on the radio." So now I know better. Yeah. Because when they were like, oh, yeah, they're okay to go home. The second I go pick them up, it's like, oh, well, they just gagged. I was like, okay. So I handed them the trusty puke bucket okay. for the ride home. And then we're going along, and they are using the puke bucket. And I forgot well, the fact that... For what? Uh, for, um, well, you know, vile, previously <laughs> okay. drank drinks. Probably. Yeah. So they missed the bucket a little bit, but that's okay. It happens. And then they open up the door, or open up the window as we're driving down, and start puking out the window. So it goes all over my car, and the whole purpose of the puke bucket is to, if I, uh, if they miss the bucket, I get a cleaning fee. Mm. If I'm doing this as a favor for a friend, the cleaning fee apparently is a lot cheaper. So get this person home, and um, they are too shit-faced to get into their house. In fact, they actually fall over because they are wearing very, very tall shoes. They fall over, and we realize they can't walk up their stairs in order to get into their house. Okay. And so I helped them remove their shoes and actually uh, lifted them up, which is funny because they're at least about six to eight inches taller than me. Yeah, she's a tall girl. Very, very tall person, yeah. and I am not a very tall person. And so I get them hobbled up into their house. But you're stout. But I am <laughs> No, no, I am built she's like... She's built like a fire plug. <laughs> Like a concrete penis. <laughs> I flip cars over me. Actually, it's not right. I have I flip people who are bigger than me way over my yeah. shoulders. Anyway, 
uh, get her uh, to her door, and she can't remember her code. So we had to actually press the code multiple times, get her into the house, and suddenly she actually is a lot steadier than she was right before we walked in the house. And she stands up and goes, okay, here's your money. And I was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) She did all that for fun. So she's actually ridden with me since then. So it's it's one of those, it's kind of just a silly thing, but it's not a nightmare. It was just a bit of a... Yeah. Oh, this is a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. You did get me back for the cleaning fee. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> David was just thinking about taking her shoes off and how he missed out on doing that. So. <laughs> she, she was she was very cute. Shoes. We had a fun conversation in the bar when, when we initially met, but she was immediately attracted attracted to the lanky, no-teeth kind of guys with the greasy oh. hair. Mm-hmm. Where's she? What's You're number? not lanky. Oh. Um... I have a not Water. necessarily night nightmare passenger. Um, they're not nightmare passengers. They're bad dreams. Okay, a bad dream. So I pick up this woman. Um, I had known her, but I didn't know her very well. Uh, she worked for another one of the companies in town. So I was oh, okay. helping out. and Acquaintance. Yeah, she's just an acquaintance. I don't think I had actually formally met her at this point. I have since then, but... She passed out in the back seat, and I drove to the neighborhood where she lives, but I could not touch her. And I ended up having to call 911. And uh, the fire department came, not the cops. And they woke her up. Did they think that she was a medical emergency, maybe? Well, at that uh, point, well, they kind of actually Yeah, because when I called 911, I said she was passed out, and I okay, couldn't wake right. her up. And Definitely, yeah. They yeah. thought I was a medical emergency. Yeah. So they came out, and um, they woke her up and asked where she needed to go and uh she fought them all off because she's seeing lights yeah. you know that does get some people off sure. like, oh, oh yeah. uh no i don't want to talk to anybody it's i don't like want when, you to help me with anything when they give people narcan they immediately start fighting oh do they yeah. i don't know i should have some but i don't have any yeah. um she was wandering around in the in the apartment complex but she was trying to get away from the fire department guys Turns out she lived in a house like two blocks further, not one of the apartment complexes. So she agreed she would not ride with them. They said, why don't we just take you there? And she's like, I don't have anything to do with it. And I said, would you like to get back in my car? And she said, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And so I said, they'll just follow us. So just ride with me. And I drove her that extra two blocks. And then she passed out. No, she didn't pass out. (laughs) Um, We got to the house and then they all pulled up. You know, you got... The fire right. truck, and, and then you've got the ambulance. The and, <laughs> yeah, well, she uh, had didn't have her key, so she had to bang on the door oh, for no. her son, who I felt terrible for at yeah. that point. You know, because she's yelling, "You have to come open the fucking door!" And he was like an eighteen-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and I just think, "Ugh, this poor." And this can't be the first time something like this happened, yeah. right? There's never the first time. If you're there for the first time, it's a different situation. So yeah, it was. Fortunately, it wasn't a nightmare because I had assistance. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, Thomas, have you ever had a, a bad dream customer? I dropped that I was in Taxi David's car in the back seat <laughs> with motorcycles flying past yeah. me. Multiple times. Wait for the light to turn green. Hang on. Mm-hmm. I wish it would hurry because I got to pee. Do you want to okay. go pee before we finish that? Okay. Right. Good because I didn't pee too. Pee break. Okay. Oh, weird. Oh my god, it smells like weed in here.
It does smell like weed anyway. Hey. All right. Okay. Why is my cat though? <laughs> <laughs> we just. I should. We had a pee break. And David didn't make it all the way. No, to the toilet. Thomas thinks it's funny to splash water on Taxi David. While I'm washing my hands, let's let's make that clear. The extra, what is <laughs> he? What do you call it? Uh, no, while I'm standing in the next urinal, the hand washing thing, liquid, the sink, in the, the water. Sink, the water. <laughs> That's what you called it last time. So, yeah. I had just it's getting shaken off the uh, hand washing <laughs> liquid. liquid. <laughs> <sighs> so. Uh, Thomas, do you have a bad dream? Bad dream person. Yes, I do. Well, about a group. Your mom. Does that count? A group of people? Yeah. A group of my moms. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> that would be a night terror. That would be a wine, uh, the wine walking. Could you imagine? Fucking wine walk. Everybody's hell, I think, is perpetuated to themselves. So my hell would be me living in this house with 6,000 of my moms. <laughs> uh, anyway, I had this uh, prepaid group. They were going uh, probably 20 miles. So they gave a uh, dispatcher thought to give them a discount. But it's a group of five guys in their mid, mid 50s, upper 50s, low 60s in age. And <clears throat> two of my rules, not rules, but rules of thumb are the worst people to pick up are people from wedding parties. Ugh. And 21 runs. 21 runs. 21 runs. runs. Wedding parties, 21, 21 runs. Actually, no, oh, 21, 21 runs, runs are okay. Fun. Oh, fuck. I can't but stand Christmas that. Parties and Christmas parties. Wedding parties. Christmas party and wedding parties. Christmas party and wedding. I am totally there. I'm right that. there. Oh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve parties. Too. Uh, New Year's Eve's not as bad as mm. like uh, corporate Christmas parties. But anyway, this group was a group of five older gentlemen that had been out drinking. You know, you can tell they've been, they're here for the weekend, so they're out partying at the higher class restaurants and whatnot. So I figure, oh boy, this is going to be fun. It's a prepaid ride. It's a 20 mile ride. Right? Okay. First thing off is uh, they, tell, they call the dispatcher, tell them they're ready to go. And there's two restaurants with a very similar names that are pretty close to each other, you know, down on the waterfront. You oh, know yeah, I know which one you're talking about, yeah. And a lot of customers don't know the difference, but they're yeah. saying, oh, we're at the, the hearth fire. Yeah. So I go to the heart hearth fire and park and wait, and they don't come out. Right. Well, I tell my dispatcher they're not out here yet. Because they're at home port. Right. And he, exactly. Yeah. And he goes, they said they're standing outside waiting. And then he comes back 10 seconds later and goes, those motherfuckers are at the home port. They, they told me they were at hearth fire, you know, so. so I go over there and as I'm pulling up, I say, this isn't the hearth fire. And one of the guys goes, well, we wouldn't know the hearth fire from a fart in the wind. Ho, ho, ho. And everybody <laughs>, laughs and I can tell right away. This is the it's type of ride it's going to be. Yeah. Anyway, we get all the way up there and drop them off. And it was a prepaid ride and they didn't tip. So it was, you know, what I thought it would be. Yeah. A bunch of old geezers going off about right this slamming my my uh, sliding window in my partition open mm -hmm. and close and yelling back and forth at each other basically reverting to teenager they, they kind of ignored you though because the partition sort of gives them right that i had distance. to have someone in the front seat though oh oh that's what you, you mean i yeah. gotcha yeah oh, they yeah, don't yeah. oh they don't i yeah, would rather yeah. deal with college a group of college uh, frat boys honestly than... same 
No, generally, no. Oh, generally, yeah. they have a tendency, especially with me, they have a tendency because to be a lot once more they're my age and older, they have their opinions, and you can't change their opinions. And you know, they're dead set in their opinions, and they think they know how the world works. And you know, yeah. Usually, with twenty-something-year-olds, uh, you can manipulate the conversation the way you want to. So. Yeah, I'm lucky that I don't have to uh, be surprised by what walks into my cab all that often. Right. That is you know, a... I am lucky that way. There, you know, there are bartenders um, oh, yeah. and door you guys get... who will call me for somebody. And I usually, but or... I weed that out when they call, I'll say, is this someone we know? And they'll say, right. well, no. And I said, well, is it someone we care about? And they'll go, no. And when they say that, then it's like, that's a yellow, that's a yellow cab ride, you know? So I, I will filter that out and yeah, I'm not getting paid and I understand what they're saying though. They want to give me business. So, you know, and they want to make sure that their patrons go home safely right. and they know that you are a safe driver. Right. But I do give them a, give them perspective. And that is this, put them in a yellow cab and you are helping us because that's one less them on the road. And if something happens, that's bad, like throw up or whatever in that, mm -hmm. in that cab, that's one less cab on the road for at least a certain amount of time which means more rides for everyone else sure. so when you think of it that way you are still helping us but you're absolute nightmare people with people that we don't like have a nice day yeah so alex well yeah. we usually end in a joke and i know thomas has some do you have a joke i do not have a joke this time i was not prepared because i uh, lame left, i know i left my notebook that i write down everybody's random jokes in i left it at home i apologize <laughs> next time though if uh you were never a girl scout because why they have to always be prepared. Yeah. On my honor, I will try to serve God and my country to help people at all times. What a the bunch of who is that? Is, a, is that the actual oath? <laughs> that is the actual oath. Wow. I was a girl. Talk scout. about brainwashing. I got your thinness. <laughs> I got your Samoas. I got you. I'm just gonna get talked over. So <laughs> Honey, you're how long you've been married? You should be used to this by now. Oh, I mean, I'm. So Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, what? Uh, what joke do you have? What jokes do you have? Okay, well, what's the difference between a G spot and a golf ball? Okay. What's the They're difference? both round. Oh, the difference. What's the difference? You guys will actually look for a golf ball. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Okay. <laughs> so true. <laughs> okay, what else you got? What do women and noodles have in common? What? What? What think about it? They both <laughs> wiggle when you eat them. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you do it right anyway. <laughs> okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Alex, thank you for being here again. Always wonderful to uh, be able to pop in and sit in your cab there, Dave. Yeah, no problem. Especially with uh, Thomas in the back to join me. Yep, I made them sit in the back tonight. Yes. Because Thomas has a thing of a hug. But I horn. appreciate that. Not that. You haven't done that for a long time. I know. You've been very Do you good. want me to? No. Well, you that's why you that's why I put you back there. Shut. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for coming along with us on that taxi podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.